Well, you know what? There's there's something I need to tell you, Josh. And I, I don't mean to kind of break, you know, the flow of the, the podcast. But listen, Josh, I'm going to look you right in the eye right now. And I'm going to tell you this. You don't need to do drugs to play sports, to meet new friends, to enjoy music. Just feel great because you have a choice. Say no to drugs, Josh. Brought to you by Archie. Hi everyone, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm thrilled you're listening to me here on Turtle Play. Cowabunga, dudes and dudettes, and welcome to another special episode of Turtle Flakes. Yay! My name is Josh, and joining with me is my radical podcast host in Ninja Turtle Crime, Rob Luther. Well, hello, Josh Atello. How are you, my man? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing well. I missed you, big guy. Yeah, I know. It's been way too long, dude. I know, I know. I, I got to looking at, gosh, the last time we recorded. Now, uh, granted, it was a great, great interview with the legendary Townsend Coleman, but that was back in June, uh, early June, you know, of the, the earlier this summer. So it's crazy. We've had birthdays since then. Man, I've had so many crazy things happen. But first of all, happy belated birthday, my friend. And happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. I, you know what? You make me feel horrible, though. Okay, I got to get you something because Josh was nice enough. He got me a birthday gift. And my birthday's June 25th, and yours is uh, June 23rd? June 20th. June 20th. June 20th. Oh, I knew we were close. So, jeez, um, I need to respect my elders, eh? <laughs> That's right, Ozer. <laughs> so, um, you know, Josh was nice enough to send me one of, uh, uh, well, one of my turtle pickups I'll uh, talk about uh, here in a minute. And I just got to say thank you so much, man. And I, I owe – okay, not only do I owe Josh a birthday gift, I owe Josh – I still – I haven't forgotten this, man. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll, I just got paid, so I'm going to I'm gonna pay for this like this week. <laughs> I, I owe Josh 40 bucks for a ColecoVision he gave me like six months ago, and he's been kind <laughs> enough not to like break my thumbs or you know come collecting. <laughs> so, Josh, man, thank you so much for not only the ColecoVision but for the sweet uh, turtle pickup, man. You're all right. No problem. No problem. My <laughs> pleasure, my friend. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Class act all the way. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's been way too long since we recorded. Mm-hmm. We had Townsend Coleman on. He blew our minds and melted our, our faces. So, you know, we were out of commission for a while. Yeah, we, we certainly were. And, you know, not to get too into it because, you know, I don't want to. This is. Uh, okay, I'll say this. I've been through kind of a roller coaster summer. I had to take some time off for some, you know, personal reasons. Um, I, I, some kind of sad reasons, but there, there's also been some really positive things that happened. And one, one little thing that I'd like to share, and I guess I can do it on the show, is uh, that I just found out I'm going to have a little boy. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to have a little rug rat Rob running around. So <laughs> man, that's awesome. You can all know when the pearly whites start coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It'll be magical. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we were thinking about doing the theme for the 
the baby's room uh, uh, for dinosaurs and Ninja Turtles. So, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Oh, you got to get Jim Lawson. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that he did. Uh, when I bought the uh, Walk Through Dinosaur Land comic book from him, I requested a commission work as one of the perks for the Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. And he drew a uh, T-Rex for me and colored it and everything. So I was thinking about framing that and making that like the focal point of my baby's room. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, um, you know, the it's been a crazy summer. But Josh and I are back. We're not going anywhere. We didn't quit. I want to apologize to listeners that, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I had to take care of some, you know, family business. But uh, everything's kind of calmed down, at least for the foreseeable future. Don't want to jinx myself. But uh, Josh and I, we are planning on keeping this a weekly show. We are planning on recording at least – you know, every Thursday, uh, you know, as much as we can because we really want to put out more content. And next week we're going to be doing a regular episode. This week we're just going to kind of, you know, ease ourselves into it. Uh, we were thinking about just, you know, kind of casually going back into time again to 1989. But, you know, uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Forget know about saying. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm rambling here. <laughs> I'm rusty. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're saying either. <laughs> whatever you're saying, is, it's good. Thanks, man. I was, I was waiting for you to save me. You didn't. <laughs> you carry the show, and I was waiting for you to do it, and you didn't. Well, you know, yeah, yeah I got to let the ball drop sometimes, you know. Right, right. Just, you know, to, you know let everyone know who, who the real brains behind the outfit is. Nice. Well, so, uh, so Hoser, have you got any turtle pickups in the last, uh, oh, gosh, two months? Uh, yeah, um... Uh, I'm sure I picked up tons of comics, but uh, I don't have the stack in front of me, so you'll just have to take my word for that. Oh, he didn't do it. He, he's making it up. <laughs> uh, but I did. Uh, Amazon Prime Day was, uh, I think, the 15th, so it's about two weeks ago. Uh, they had a bunch of stuff on sale, and I ended up picking up, uh, for the PlayStation 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Danger of the Ooze. Oh, I've never even heard of that one. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's a newer one. It looks pretty cool. It's got the uh, the new cartoon, the 2012 CGI cartoon. Oh. Uh, it's got all those characters on the front. And uh, I think it's normally like a $40 game, and I think I got it for like 15 bucks or something. So. Ah, well done, man. Yeah, um, it looks pretty cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to checking it out. I have not opened it yet. But uh, it looks pretty fun. Well, I, I'm jealous. You yeah. hoser. You didn't even tell me about <laughs> Amazon Prime Day. I know. And I you're know. the tech guy. I mean, I, I figured if anyone knew, it would be you. So I should have. I you should didn't have. even tell me. Jeez, I, I, I thought we were friends. I know. I know. And then uh, in addition to that, I also uh, my brother and my sister-in-law and I and my wife, we all went to um, – uh, we went on a, a little cabin. Or, um, I'm sorry, it was a – Turtle Ogle Bay, Ogle Bay Resort or something like that in West Virginia. We went, had a little family getaway. Hmm. And on the way back, uh, we saw a garage sale, so we decided to stop because we're always hunting for video games and stuff. And uh, they found, a uh, for the Nintendo DS, the uh, TMNT game. So I, I haven't checked it out yet, but it, the, uh, the artwork on it reminds me of the CGI movie that they did. So I think it's based on that. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey! If it's anything like the movie, it ought to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I've got uh, I've got some extra games to, uh, picked up to play. Very nice, very nice. If we only had the time to play them. I know, right? That's my problem. I'm like, oh, I'll buy that game. I'm gonna buy ten of those uh, games over there. I got plenty of time. Never play them. Yeah. I feel yeah. horrible about it, actually. I know. Well, when we retire, man, we're going to be like... When we retire, we're going to be podcasting machines, man. We're going to be finally playing all these games we bought in our 20s and 30s, in our 60s or 70s, so... 
And then and then all the 16, 7 year old fans will be listening. Right, right. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if there'll be podcasts like fifty years from the future or fifty years in the future. I'm like, I wonder what, what the our medium will be. And I wonder yeah. if we'll still be doing it, you know? It'll probably be like the holograms, like in Star Wars, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the Emperor shows up. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to see like a hologram of uh, us, you know, in our, you know, canes and, <laughs> and our, wheelchair. I'll be wearing my uh, my Ninja Turtles PJ pants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, uh, he peed his PJs again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, uh, is that it for the pickups, Jose? Uh, I think so. What about you? Nice, man. Well, um, I got a lot of comics over the last couple months. Um, I'm almost caught up with the IDW series right now. Um, I think I have up to issue 47 now, uh, but I've not actually read up to it. I'm not technically caught up with the IDW run right now. I think I'm on issue 30 or 31 of the the series so far, and really, really liking what I'm reading so far. And I can't wait till we get to the uh, uh, new wave of the uh, IDW or the new wave of the Turtle comics because uh, there's so much to discuss, so many cool things that you know Eastman and uh, you know Dan Duncan and, and so many other writers are creating here. So um, really excited about the IDW series. And speaking of new series, uh, I'm about caught up on the animated series. Uh, I think I'm on issue 24 now, and I love the cover art of issue 24 because um, it was done by Dario Brizula, I guess you. Is that how you pronounce it? But it basically looks like you remember. Do you ever watch that uh, the original cartoon episode, Case of the Killer Pizzas? Oh yeah, yeah, Love with the little one. mutants, the little, little mm-hmm. red guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like them on the cover. I'm not exactly sure. I've not read that particular issue yet, but it looks like them on the cover. So it's got to be good. All right, and then uh, the next thing I got was um, the Mutanimals series. I think they had four issues for that uh, story arc there. Um, I've read the first two so far, but I've got all four. And as a matter of fact, for some reason, I think I bought an extra issue number four. So if anyone wants it, just send us an email or something. Or, you know, it's yours. You know, free of charge. I'll even pay for the shipping. Just, you know, let us know that you're listening, and uh, it's yours. And if you want, we can get really fancy here, and I can even sign it. Whoa! <laughs> so they'll be like, "Man, who the heck, who's Rob Luther?" Who's <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like he... searching the inside cover. Yeah, I know. I'm like, did he story? ink this? I don't was know. He an artist? <laughs> like, what? What is this? I was a uh, supervisor. Uh, <laughs> nice. You know, and I was like, "Hey, you guys did a good job." So executive producer Rob Luther. <laughs> so, um, and then okay, this is really cool, but it's also really sad too. I got my very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle box. And what it is, it's kind of like a mystery box. I forget. I think I saw it on Facebook or something. Um, It's this website that actually sends out these monthly boxes of just nothing but Ninja Turtle stuff. It's kind of like a mystery box every month. And you pay, I think it's like a $20 uh, fee and then uh, plus shipping and tax and everything. It ends up being a little over 25 bucks, But you get a box and you can... um, choose which kind of incarnation turtle stuff you want do you want the classic turtles do you want the 2003 turtles or do you want the new turtles you know nickelodeon turtles uh i i chose the classic ones and the box i got had a lot of good stuff more than i was expecting i got um two t-shirts uh one was a glow in the dark original um cartoon t-shirt another one was like an 8-bit um, like style of the Ninja Turtles and had all them fighting like almost from like from the NES game. Oh, dude, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah it was a picture really of that. I cool. want to see it. I oh, you, I, I will. Um, and uh, another one was um, uh, I got like a little Ninja Turtle flashlight. I got a 
uh, red headbands, so that's pretty cool. Nice. I got uh, some Leonardo socks, which actually don't fit me. My wife actually wears them now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you look great, honey. Uh, and um, what else did I get? There was something else in there, too. Oh, and just some you know, kind of smaller stuff, like uh, there was a Ninja Turtle ring pop. I gave that to my little nephew and um, something else. But Did he mutate after he ate it? <laughs> Come to think of it, I've not seen him since. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the little guy. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's about it. That's all I've really gotten um, for that box. But the sad thing is, you know, we we had to cut some stuff. You know, I was like, oh, you know, I got some, something's got to give, you know, with the bills, you know, especially with the baby coming and everything. I was like, okay, well, oh, you know what? Since we're decorating turtle stuff, I should keep the box rolling. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Justified. Right, justified. Now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> I'll just skip, you know, going out to eat for like one one evening. It will be fine. We'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I wanted to say uh, regarding the pickups is what Josh was kind enough to get me, and it was the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ghostbusters crossover, uh, the graphic novel like compilation of all the issues. I've uh, not read it yet, but uh, man, I can't wait. And thanks again, Jose. That was really cool. It's uh, I haven't read through it yet, but it looks amazing. So maybe we'll have to do uh, special set episodes to review it. Oh, maybe we should do that around Halloween. Dude, that would be sweet. Ah, ah, I mean, the Ninja Turtles and the Ghostbusters and the flowers will still be standing. <laughs> It'll be pandemonium. Cats living with dogs. Oh, well, I forget what else he says. Oh, oh yeah. Mass hysteria. Of, 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 uh, yeah, of biblical proportions. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Oh, dear. oh, I wanted to say a line so bad. <laughs> hey, Ray, whenever, whenever somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, anyways, um, before we move on, I want to go ahead and uh, just, just say one thing. A um, couple, of, couple of things, actually. First of all, there's a show that I am a huge fan of. Um, I've been listening to these guys, um, oh, guy and gal, for, gosh, probably about a year now. They've quickly become... Um, my favorite podcast and they Josh get this man they've actually been giving us shout outs like on every episode or just about every episode and that's not why they're my favorite but I really do Thanks. appreciate that <laughs> oh have they have they actually listened to it I, just, I know that's I can't what I'm imagine saying. yeah I don't, I, I don't know oh maybe they're just really uh, they must have really low expectations well, the, well that Rob <laughs> yeah well that Rob guy's alright it's that, that other one you know I know right geez, yeah, Rob's he, always he got to carry him I'm telling you yeah yeah <laughs> No, but um, uh, I just wanted to go ahead and give a big plug to my buddy uh, Josh, Josh O'Rourke, and his wife, Nicole. Uh, they have an excellent, excellent podcast. It's called Bargain Bin Radio. Um, it's kind of like, a, I think, a weekly or biweekly show, but I, I love every episode they do. It's completely, I mean, it's it, their husband and wife. It's completely natural. The hosts are very entertaining, very knowledgeable. Those guys know so much about comics, about pop culture, about the movies coming out, about video games. I mean... I am just like these. These they probably know more about turtles than we do. Whoa! I know they could. You know what? They could overthrow us. Uh, it could be a new Turtle Flakes Empire. Oh, I know. Kind yeah, of. I'm kind of uh, intimidated now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Come to think of it, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give them a plug, and um, you know, I'm going to continue to do that because they've done the same thing for us. Uh, Josh and Nicole, thank you so much for the plugs. Big fan of your stuff. Uh, keep up the awesome work over there. You guys are yeah. all right. I don't well, care what like Josh, Josh says. you can't go wrong. You know? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. uh, oh, oh, there's one more thing. I'm sorry I'm long-winded. Dude, I don't know if you know this, but there might be a possible crossover. Really? Another yeah. one? Yeah, another one. Well, first of all, Bargain Bin Radio, Josh and Nicole. 
we were thinking about maybe doing a crossover with them soon. Um, and Josh had a great idea. Not not you, Josh. The the cool oh. one. The cool one. Um, a great idea for a particular green screen that we could do. So we will definitely keep you posted on that once we organize it a little bit more. But stay tuned for that. And speaking of crossovers, uh, we have another one. And I'm, Josh, I don't think you know about this one. Does it involve goose poop? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that was. That, uh, you're gonna have to explain that one. Uh, okay. No, it doesn't. Uh, it involves, wow, two dudes. Oh yeah, then there's definitely gonna be goose poop. Is that like some kind of reference that I'm not getting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they were they were talking about they had a um an episode <laughs> for Ducktales and they started talking about geese and goose poop for like. <laughs> Yeah, in their episodes, and so I commended them for talking about goose poop on a video game podcast because it doesn't come up often, and no. I told them they should talk about it more often. So they they've been trying to you know sneak some goose poop into all of their uh, podcasts. Oh going. gosh, see see now you're making me look bad because now now it proves that I'm not listening to them in a while. <laughs> not that not that I don't think they're great. They are great, great show, great show. I uh, just yeah, I've been so busy. Oh, thanks, Josh. Now you're making me look bad. Well, you do a good job. You're the goose. No, get out of here. <laughs> uh, so anyways, we were thinking about possibly doing a crossover with them. Uh, for those of you who might not remember, we covered the original um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, the NES game, uh, the first one that ever came out. Um, and I think we all kind of had a general consensus of how much we really kind of enjoyed that game. And it gets, yeah. kind of, it gets a lot of flack, and it, I never really thought it deserved it. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, we were thinking about chronologically working our way up the NES library so you can kind of, you know, make your predictions as to what we might be covering soon. So Yeah, so, so, and uh, it, it was a lot of fun last time. Oh, I loved Hoser it. Hoser over here kicked me into the Dimension X. Well, you deserve – well, no. Uh, yeah, you're chicken. No, That's right. I'm not – no. No, you said you Take wanted off. to go, and I said, all no, right, man. No, I, I was like, no, you go first. Then you no, me. I was yeah. like, I, I'd be happy to go first. But you're like, no, I want to go. I was like, all right, uh, fine. I'm okay. not going to back. <laughs> Well, uh, anyway, uh, when we play that, I got Dibs on Donatello. No, no, no. I, you got him last time. When, remember when we got stuck in a... I called it. I oh, called it. Double fine. stamp. No erases. You, you, can't, you can't double stamp it. What, did I triple stamp it? Oh, oh you, you win. Oh. <laughs> I should have triple stamped it. Uh, I know. Well, you don't know. You don't. You, <sighs> yeah, hoser. Anyway, check out the, the previous episode. It was a lot of fun. We went back to Dimension X. It was pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, Rob's still a hoser. Oh, uh, but check, yeah. out, check out the episode. It was a lot of fun. It really was. That was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Um, it was just – it was a blast. So I, I And then this coming game is going to be just – oh. Okay. It's Turtles 2 we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and, and not only Turtles 2, probably Goose Poop. So – Yes, yeah, I mean, come too. on, that's a double whammy right there. Yeah, double whammy. Yeah, so I mean, I oh, I got so many stories about that game. That was one of the first NES games I ever got. So I cannot wait to talk about that. So stay tuned for that. I think in the next couple weeks we're going to be doing it. So, um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. So you had something, Hosehead, you wanted to talk about? Yes. So uh, we are going to do a full turtle news segment in our next episode mm -hmm. but i found one item that uh, applies to today so um this looks like a extremely high production value you should definitely check this out if you go to ninja turtles live.com and uh rob i sent you a link if you want to pull that up real quick oh sure sure if i can or you can just type it in ninja turtles live all one word dot com okay let me see all right pulling it up now what the <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is it? They look like uh, the next mutation turtles. They do. Sort of. Uh, it kind of looks like 
it looks like Next Mutation and the Oprah Show, the worst <laughs> of both. Oh worlds. my gosh, have you seen Splitter? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. It's it's completely awful. Uh, but they have an upcoming show tomorrow, July 31st. So if you're in Mount Pleasant, Texas, uh, be sure to see the Turtle Power Guard Anti-Bullying Show. Oh, well, you, I, I can it, support that. It is it is sure to be a uh, <laughs> high-class production. These co- costumes look first rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the uh, plush, or plush uh, you know, mesh that they have for their turtle suits. They even have one foot soldier in cargo pants, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that Ernie Reyes Jr.? I don't that know. That looks like him. It might be. Oh, uh, well, that co- that'd be cool if they're, you know, organizing the event to, you know, because I know he's had some health issues recently, so. Yeah. Huh. And it looks like uh, Michelangelo's head's a little misshapen, um, and he's got a chain. Oh, you got to see these pictures, guys. He's he got some bling. It's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> Sadly, uh, you know what? I, I think you and I, if, if we were close to something like this, we would go. Oh, totally! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally, totally. <laughs> well, you you gotta you gotta admit though, the shredder looks better than the one in the Oprah show. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's not saying much, but yeah, yeah, it does look can't better. go anywhere but, but up. It looks like they actually have their weapons this time instead of instruments. So that's true. Look at Michelangelo; he's got a chain, like a gold chain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got some bling. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> not bling. Bling. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, thank you for that uh, that nugget of information there, Jose. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't pass it up. So <laughs> you could buy tickets, and uh, it looks like um, if you use the uh, code Early Bird, you can get twenty percent off. Oh, so, yeah, not bad, uh, not bad. There's that. I'm I'm curious what the price is. Yeah, yeah. Now it's only eight bucks <laughs> instead of ten. There you go. Well, all is right, it, Jose. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. General admission is fifteen dollars. Wow. So that's I'm sure that'll be money well well spent. <laughs> oh gosh, I wish we could have went to something like that. That'd, that'd I, know. Be nice. I know. But the logo in the background even looks different. Like no, well, you okay? Are you looking at it right now? You know how it's spinning through the uh, photos. Mm-hmm. Okay, go to the last one. Oh, it's, it says yeah, it's the, like the the, the looks- turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this is even, like, endorsed, the actual license holder. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. It, it looks a little sketch. Yeah, it does. But I'd still pay 15 bucks for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go, Turtles! Yeah, we'd have to. It's like, go, Teenage Mutant Ninja! And then, you know, as I'm trying to say it, they're like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. It's the Turtles. The, the we're the tur- Turtles. You, you know who we are. You don't need those other <laughs> You don't words. have to say it. You don't have to see the real name. You know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, awesome. Well, Hosed, you want to go back into time? Sure, yeah, why not? All right, let's go. Let me grab my bullet wig and my uh, acid wash jeans. All right, listeners, so we are back in 1989, and we are covering issue number two of the Archie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, comic series. Uh, This came out in May of 1989, and uh, uh, it was written, drawn, and lettered by Dave Garcia. Uh, It was colored by Barry Grossman, and it was edited by Victor Gorlick. Yeah, um... So uh, Splinter or uh, Shredder is trying to frame the turtles by using uh, this Crooked Ninja Turtle, Crooked Ninja Turtle game. Oh, the Crooked. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, and they're going in performing crimes while dressed up like the turtles to try to fr- frame the turtles. And actually, if you remember, uh, in episode one of season two, Return of the Shredder, uh, it was actually the same storyline. So it almost exactly follows that episode. Yes, and this one does too. I, I don't know if it's the exact next episode of the cartoon, but I've definitely seen this particular episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and pretty much the uh, – I think the first one ends where Shredder, you know, he gets – he teleports, teleports um, to Earth, which apparently wasn't that hard from Dimension X, which kind of is a plot hole right there. But anyways, that's uh, beside the point. Hop, skip, and a jump across <laughs> dimensions. Right, right. And, uh, you know, Shredder tries to frame the turtles uh, with the Crooked Ninja Turtle gang and everything. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, Shredder's trying to tell us, you know, big master plan to Krang. He's like, hey, look what I'm doing. I'm going to frame these, these turtles and everything. You'll see. And Krang's not impressed at all. He's like, what? Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah see? <laughs> I'm going to get these titles, see? <laughs> you know, Krang's not impressed at all. And he says, man, I want results right now. Ain't nobody got time for waiting. Ain't nobody so, got time for that. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, the <laughs> The smoke, it got me. Oh, sorry, sorry, folks. We're sorry, horrible. We got... oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so... You know, Shredder's like, okay, well, then uh, there's only one other place to turn, and that kind of is where the first issue ends. So we did, we really didn't know who uh, Shredder was going to talk to, but there's an old pal of ours we kind of forgot about. And would you like to talk about who that might possibly be there, Jose? Well, uh, we want to talk about the cover real quick. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. So um, on the cover, it looks really sweet, and I guess this kind of answers the question, but uh, there's a huge, it almost looks like a... Um, a garbage truck or something with big, uh, big teeth to pick up the turtles, and it's kind of square, but it looks like a Mauser. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, if you look in the driver's seat, it actually looks like some kind of crazy mad scientist. Which, you know, you, you know what's funny, Josh? I've had this what? this comic for years, and I never really noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I never really noticed the little guy in the background. That's Did you Baxter. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like one of those little um. What was a little plow? Uh, yeah, bulldozers you know. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It also has a satellite dish on top, so he probably gets ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're when you're outside and you want to work a little bit, sometimes you got to watch the game. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of cool. So on the cover, uh, it says number two May. Uh, it was one dollar cover price. Uh, one dollar. It's one dollar, man. Awesome. Must be nice. Yeah, I think uh, when I when I buy these now, when I find them, they're about four dollars. So hey, yeah, four times the money. Yeah, went up 400% in value. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's funny, it actually shows a picture of Michelangelo with katanas. Wait, what? Yeah, right under the $1 price. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's the second time. You you noticed that last time. Uh, it was, uh, oh gosh, Donatello was holding them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they... And now it's Michelangelo. What the? Yeah, for some reason they can't seem to. Well, I guess they're trying to be consistent with the wrong colors headbands in the uh, cartoon. So <laughs> at least they're they're uh, consistently inconsistent. Oh right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, good. I'm uh, glad. Yeah, and it's got the comics. It's been approved by the Comics Code Authority. So now, since we're back in 1989, right. now we we have to look for that to make sure it's safe for our children. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you know what? There's there's something I need to tell you, Josh, and I, I, I don't mean to kind of break, you know, the flow of the the podcast, but listen. Josh, I'm going to look you right in the eye right now, and I'm going to tell you this. You don't need to do drugs to play sports, to meet new friends, to enjoy music. Just feel great, because you have a choice. 
Say no to drugs, Josh. Brought to you by Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. Yeah, don't smoke crack. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, I just had to get that out of there. So this issue here uh, begins with a uh, lovely sketch of Sunnydale Home for the Extremely Overwrought. Uh, and this is like a mental institution where Baxter and a Napoleon Bonaparte uh, imposter, I guess, are hanging out, having a lovely conversation. I really love uh, in the top left corner, they've got, uh, you know, Eastman and Lair's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures and the Return of the Shredder. And I love the font that they use. I like the Shredder Return, part. Yeah. Well, Return makes me think of uh, Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yep, yes. Yep, yeah. And then, yeah, Shredder's all like the crazy shock. You know, yeah, almost uh, like like Freddy Krueger kind of Shredder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sweet, very scary. And I'll tell you what, Shredder scares me in this first scene. He does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Baxter, yeah. you know, he he's saying, you know, oh yeah. So I almost, uh, you know, he's like, unfortunately, you know, he's t- he's talking about uh, all his, I guess, nefarious plans to trap the turtles to this poor Napoleon guy who has no clue what's going on. And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, we were defeated by a talking rat and some Ninja Turtles. Yeah, sacre bleu. We never had such problems in what I do to France. No, it's France. Oh, France. Sorry. Good one. Now you sound like Arnold. Good one. Uh, so, yeah, during this lovely conversation, all of a sudden you just see these two hands holding these bars. Now, this is freaky right here. I mean, I knew Shredder was, you know, I, knew, I could tell Shredder could work out. You know, he, he, he looked kind of buff. Must work out. Yeah. He went, you know where the weight room is? <laughs> Sorry, I'll check it out. <laughs> so Shredder, he literally just puts his hands on these metal bars. His back's just talking to this Napoleon guy and rips the bars apart and just busts in like it's nothing. No prison can withhold the Shredder. Yeah, apparently not. So, you know, Shredder's just like, hey, Baxter, um, I've come for you. And then uh, <laughs> I love the Napoleon guy. He's like, the peasants are revolting. And then he runs away. <laughs> so, uh... You know, and basically Shredder's like, hey, I want you to get the ultimate rat catcher. And uh, Baxter's like, hey, hey, that ought to be easy. I've been checking out this uh, bulldozer over here right in the front yard here, and I think I could do something with this. Slap a satellite dish on it. Get me some ESPN and we'll catch uh, Splinter, you know? Yeah, and I love that Baxter's wearing a bow tie. Yeah, it's he like, is, he's, isn't he? He's, in, he's incarcerated and he's wearing a bow tie. Bow tie. I don't know. It's, apparently have a really strict dress code there. <laughs> oh, and, you know, another thing that always cracked me up about this is I love how easy it was for them just – it's broad daylight. They just broke into a me- uh, Shredder just broke into a mental hospital. Got uh, Baxter Stockman, and they're just walking right out to this bulldozer, and they're going to steal it. And did you notice how much taller Shredder is than Baxter? Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's towering over. He looks like Andre the Giant or something like that. <laughs> and there's another scene where Shredder's like running away with like Baxter in his arm, his one arm. I'm like, my yeah. goodness, how strong is Shredder? And there's like this huge like padlock, and he just hits it with his, uh, I guess. His, uh, whatever those are, the blades on his arm. Yeah. 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 Just, it says crunch. You just boom. Crunch. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. So, uh, so now we cut to a surveillance tape of the Ninja Turtle gang running out of the banks or running out of the ba- bank. The Crooked bags. Ninja Turtle gang. Oh, I, I keep forgetting the Crooked part. From the Slash for Cash Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. Uh, so, you know, and I love how incredibly dumb Burn is here. You know, you see a guy that's clearly dressed in costume with his blonde hair sticking out, and Burn's like, Aha, there's proof, April. You call these turtles of yours heroes? You know, so he's an idiot. Burn is an idiot in this cartoon, or in this comic book. I mean, come on, you can see his blonde hair. You can see his blonde mullet. <laughs> but, you know, 
So, you know, April, she's real concerned and everything. She's like, oh, no, they're going to – this is going to make news. You know, everyone's going to think that the Ninja Turtles are the culprits of this big bank heist and everything. So she she decides she's going to call the Turtles and let them know, kind of give them a heads up. Hey, look, you guys are about to be, like, public enemy number one one here. So uh, April calls Donatello. I love they show they show the turtle com there too, which is sweet. Yeah, yeah, nice and it's touch. funny in the background you can actually see a regular wired phone. It's just kind of cool. And this oh, 1989, yeah. right? So they've got cell phones. That's it's right. Pretty tubular. Pretty tubular. <laughs> I know they were doing like Skype calls way before we even knew what Skype was. And it's way smaller than the Zach Morris phone. The brick with an antenna on it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. Donatello's so, the man. He is. He's he's the turtle. I'm telling you. And uh, so, you know, Donatello, he's working on the turtle van, which I thought was a nice touch. You know, I, I figured it would be him because at first I thought she was calling Leonardo, and then you see Donatello picking it up. I was like, oh, that makes sense. So um, basically, uh, April tells Donnie, hey, look, you guys are about to be in serious trouble. They're, this is about to make news and everything. And I love Michelangelo. He's like, whoa, check it out. We're like at the top of the charts, man. <laughs> so, you know, Mikey's all like happy about it, you know, real nonchalant and everything. And uh, so, of course, Leonardo has to tell her, but hey, hey, come on, guys. We're about to get in serious trouble here. So, Wait a second. Did you just do Michelangelo's voice for Donatello? Did I? I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, That's but, okay, though. That's does, okay because I do that at the cartoon say, all the time. Uh, we're at the top of the charts? Did I say it wrong? Or did I use the Donat? Did I use the Corey Feldman voice? <laughs> I, I must have. I must have. Uh, oh, you oh no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, I wasn't so, paying so, attention. So you were. You were wrong. I was wrong. And I was wrong. And I was. Well, I, I was right. looking at Donatello. Oh. And you were talking about Donatello. And then you I was No way. I said Michelangelo. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, so, anyways, this is kind of bizarre. I, I, don't, I always thought this was kind of weird. So they take the turtle blimp out in the middle of the night. Don't you think? I don't know. That would still be obvious to see in moonlight, right? You would think. You would that's think that's the stealthiest so. way they're gonna get to April. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking Does it, too much. Doesn't have their name on the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And then they're like, "Hey, the crooked Ninja Turtle gang's right up there." Yeah. Go get them. Yeah. So, um, so they literally just take the blimp over to April's office, uh, the news in the News Three building, or News. Seems legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah News Six. <laughs> is it Six? It's News Six. Sorry. Yeah, Six. Uh, so and then oh, I love, I love how dated this is here because April, she's like, all right, guys, I got this tape to show you, and she's got this old school VCR on this old like turn dial TV, and then she puts a tape in, and of course it's the Ninja Turtle gang, and then the you know the turtles. I, I thought it was a nice touch. The turtles are like, hey, those guys know how to dress. <laughs> <laughs> So, Raphael looks so pleased too. Oh, I know. He's like so smug. He's like, "All right." Yeah, yeah, handsome fellas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, here's a peculiar part because Leonardo's like, "Wait a minute, I know that style. It's it can only be from two guys, Splinter or Rokusaki." And uh, I'm like, "Wait a minute, but they're not fighting. They're robbing a store." <laughs> you know? Well, you know, they've seen Splinter, like, you know, rob the cheese shop before. <laughs> just kind of pranced out. You know? It's like, I recognize that stealing technique. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so they figure out real quick, oh, no, Rokusaki's back. You know, the Shredder's back. We got we to gotta take care of him. And then all of a sudden, who shows up, Hosehead? Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, apparently this, uh, we were kind of commenting on, um, you know, her skimpy kind of outfit last time. Did she change? Because didn't she have, like, a black outfit before? 
thought she did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she's changed. Now she's got red. Still skimpy as all get out, but uh, she walks in on the turtles, and she's like, eek, turtles! Uh, <laughs> and Burn happens to be right behind her, like, what's going on, baby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you, mind you, this is, you know, this is late in the evening here. What are those two doing here? You know, hey, Why are they at the station? I don't know. I, I, I Something's going hmm. on. So anyways. Yeah. That seems a little suspect. I Right. And, you know, Burns like, hey, you get those guys out of here, you know. Um, and I love Raph. He's like, hey, we'll stay in touch. And... <laughs> Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, you, Tiffany, she's like, oh, Burn, Burnsy, you know, get those turtles out of here. And then Burn, you know, tries to act angry at April. Like, how could you let them in here and all this stuff? They're criminals. And then April, she turns it right around on him. She's like, wait a minute. What are you guys doing here so late? And he's like, oh, uh, well, continue on, April. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, uh, you want to describe the next scene, Hosehead? So hopefully I'm not talking too much. Well, we're, it's a little late now. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. So, uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, the master <laughs> meditates. Uh, it shows uh, Splinter chilling in his uh, sweet robes. <laughs> uh, sitting on a pillow, he's got the uh, the special insignia on his robes, which you still don't know what it means. But yeah, it, it's yeah. Cool. yeah. At least they're consistent. Anyway, so uh, Splinter's sitting there, he's meditating, and all of a sudden he hears a noise, and then you see a huge hole appear, and it actually looks like uh, you know when uh, Rock City and Bebop would always come up from uh, from the Earth in their little pod thing from yeah. the Technodrome. It looks like one of those. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it ends up being the bulldozer. And Baxter Stockman's got this crazy look on his on his face, and he just plows through the window coming after Splinter. Oh, yeah, and I love Splinter's uh, face, like, right before it, too, you know, where he, he kind of hears the noise bef- right before Baxter uh, busts through. And it reminds yeah. me of Metal Gear Solid, where they, you know, they, they hear that noise. Huh, what was that noise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even says something like, "Oh, what is that strange noise?" So there, so there you go. There's your Metal Gear Solid uh, moment there, and surprisingly, Baxter captures the guy or rat. So, yeah, and how did he find the turtle's lair? Yeah, how did he know exactly where it was? I guess it's a rat catcher. Maybe it was a satellite dish. Yeah, <laughs> it's got <laughs> GPS. Uh, yeah, so uh, Baxter finds him uh, and he tells him there's no uh, there's no use running from the ultimate rat catching machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he actually clamps down and uh, tries to catch a splinter. It looks like he actually catches him in there. Yeah, so. And what what boggles my mind is look how sharp that thing is. You mean a splinter didn't get cut? Come on. I know. Yeah, that looks a little. Uh, yeah. yeah. Could chop him in half. Jeez. It could. Oh gosh, could have got really gory really quick. <laughs> Kids, you know, they're reading this comic book and thinking, "Oh, this is this is fun." And then all of a sudden, halfway through, Splinter gets cut in half. Yeah, the like, Comics ah! Code Authority edited those frames out. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the turtles they show up and everything, and they realize that Splinter's gone. And uh, rest like Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made that part up, but that should have happened. That should have. Yeah. So. Uh, so they follow the uh, the ultimate rat catcher. I think that's what it was called. Uh, you know, they follow the track of destruction that it's caused all the way up to the surface. And who's waiting for them at the top? The Crooked Ninja Turtle Gang. Yes. And, and they're... their green jumpsuit onesie. <laughs> where do they get those? I don't know. I want to know where to get one. <laughs> I know. And I like how they don't wear masks. None of them do. Yeah. But clearly they're turtles, right? Yeah. Well, they have to be. Yeah. Right. Right. If they got the... If they got the you know, headband on. They gotta be. And the belt says T for turtle, so. Right. 
<laughs> well, they all say that, don't they? That's pretty good. Well, you know, and I love, I love, actually, this is one of my favorite scenes in the comic, this particular issue, because they kind of beat him up in a very, you know, Stooges kind of way. Um, but before they even do that, I love the uh, the bottom of the panel, I think it's on page 12, where, once again, they did this in the last issue, I remember, they all, say, like, complete a sentence as a group. Uh, they say, we'll see, see about that! that. <laughs> <laughs> But like you know, like you said last time, maybe they're all saying it in unison, so it makes no sense whatsoever. You never know. So, so yeah. So, anyways, they battle the uh, the gang and Raphael. He let's see. Uh, oh yeah. Le- so first of all, Leonardo somehow he, they're they're near like this kind of trash dump or whatever, and they find this old couch. And these two guys they jump on the couch and then they spring onto the couch and just fly like twenty feet in the air, um, and then. Uh, Raphael, he has, like, two oil drums. He throws those in the air, and then Michelangelo kicks them down on two guys. And, of course, they get stuck in the oil drums. Um, And then uh, Donatello has these old tires, and somehow just by flicking his uh, stick, it whips the tires into the air, and then, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know what you would call it, uh, traps the two other henchmen that way. But my favorite panel, I don't know, this one made me laugh for some reason is where Michelangelo's playing drums with his nunchucks onto an oil drum with this guy stuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It just cracked me up. I was like, that's kind of funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> drum solo. Yeah, he's like, I've been working on the oil drums. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the, the turtles are critiquing his performance. We're like, yeah, good beat to dance to. And then uh, Dante's like, I give it a 75. And then there's one guy that sneaks off. Um, and I think his name was Slash. So, huh, foreshadowing? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd like to think Slash is smarter than this, though. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. Oh, and, and I love... I, okay, will you describe this here? I thought this was funny, too. This is a nice stooge line, or panel. So Slash is... Uh, they got him backed up against the fence, and he goes, <laughs> No hard feelings, guys. And they go, Right! And then they jump on him, and you see like the big cloud of uh, of dust kicking up from <laughs> him, like kicking his butt. Uh, and then and then they got him in. Uh, it reminds me of the thing uh, in med- medieval times where you yeah. get your head and your arms through and they throw the tomatoes at you. Right, the old stocks or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah. So they got him locked in there, and they go, uh, "We're only going to ask you once. Where's Shredder?" <laughs> and this is great right here. He left you a message right over there. <laughs> and he points to a yellow fence, and it's clearly painted. Meet me at the Slash for Cash Dojo if you dare, Shredder. So Shredder, okay. He must have realized, okay, there's no way my, my gang's going to be up the Ninja Turtles. He didn't have a lot of faith in that because he – why would he go through all that or why would he Why would he paint this on the fence, you know? He yeah. must have known the guys were going to lose and then they – okay, well, since you beat all them up, yeah, meet me here. He was going through the, the Miyagi Dojo uh, training session. Right. Paint the fence. <laughs> I can just see Shredder, you know, full, you know, kind of completely decked out just with red paint like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shredder. <laughs> Done. Done. It looks good. It's like it's got it a little does. slant, but you know what? I don't feel like painting it again. Yeah, and then, and then uh, Slash is like, wow, thanks for the vote of confidence, Shredder. Right. Like, <laughs> you knew we'd lose. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and then during this time, April, she goes down to the sewers. She's about, like, 20 minutes late, um, and she's, like, she's starting to piece everything together. Oh, no, you know, Splinter's gone. Where are the turtles at? So she's kind of doing her own thing while all this is happening. Meanwhile... Splinter is now. Where where are they? It's just in a random building somewhere. Oh, it's, sorry, I'm an idiot. They're at the dojo, right? The slash for cash dojo. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. 
And um, Splinter, he's uh, you know tied up and everything. And I love that the, there's a, a rope holding up this huge battering ram, and the, the battering ram uh, is actually a fist. You know, so there's like so much kind of like weird, kind of quirky slapstick in this uh, in this issue, which I kind of like. Yeah, the um, fist battering ram. Right, right. It's like, all right, guys, not only are we going to make it ten uh, tons big, we want to make it look like a fist. It's kind of always like you know made me wonder why they actually make robots that you know have like arms and legs and stuff. I don't, you know, that's beside the point. It's got to weigh megatons. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's Michelangelo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's got a lot. I can't do it. I wish Townsend Coleman were here. I know. I yeah. know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I read this comic, I I just I automatically hear the original voice actors. Yeah. Like as I'm reading it, like I can hear them perfectly with this. So. So, anyways, Shredder he's got his uh, one of his katanas and he's about to cut this rope so the battering ram's gonna fall. Well, right during this time, what happens, Hosehead? Baxter Stockman comes crashing through the wall in his huge. Uh, Satellite TV uh, <laughs> rat catcher. <laughs> right. Yeah, which is funny. Like, you know, where, where's he been the whole time? Yeah, I, like he <laughs> dropped – apparently he must have dropped uh, Splinter off, and then he left. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah. i got to pick up some something. groceries. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's using the rat catcher to go down to, like, the grocery store, the corner store, to pick up some extra stuff. He's like, nope, yeah. don't need a cart. I'm good. I bet he parked in the handicap spot, too, that jerk. He would. He yeah, would. That is so evil and nefarious. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, so, yeah, so Baxter comes in, completely just throws everyone a curveball here. And uh, during this time, the Turtles, they they jump on a, uh, I guess they, they're trying to battle the rat catcher machine. They're not really doing so well. But finally, they get Baxter out of it, throw him out of it. I think, I think uh, was it uh, Leonardo might have thrown him out? And uh, Leonardo, he's trying to get control of the thing. Well, you know, Shredder, he's so angry about all this and everything. Uh, that he decides, you know what, I'm just going to cut this rope. To heck with it. So he cuts the rope, and the battering ram is coming down. It's about to crush uh, Splinter. And then Leonardo, okay, I guess it was Wrath that got in the rat catcher. Leonardo, he's trying to grab Splinter as this thing's coming down. And Raphael is in the rat catcher thing, Baxter's machine. And, you know, he's trying to get in, I guess, in the way of this battering ram so it doesn't actually hit Splinter. So... At the very last minute, Raphael jumps out of the rat catcher. The battering ram smashes the, completely obliterates the, the rat catcher. And um, uh, Leonardo uh, snags Splinter real quick. And they just barely avoid the, uh, the battering ram and the rat catcher, both hitting that wall where Splinter was at. So. And, the, and the rat catcher exploded. Exploded, yeah. Exploded, yeah. Right. It even made the kaboom thing, so you yeah, know it so... exploded. It must have a lot of gas on it or something. Who yeah, knows? I, I, but it had to explode. It ran right on diesel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and then, uh, so they realize, oh, no, Shredder's getting away. And look how he's carrying Baxter like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's just like, I, I don't know, Shredder must be like 10 feet tall and Baxter's about three feet. You know. Yeah, he just like picks him up like a... He's, he's like, all right, baby. come on, little guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then they run off and I guess they run, they hop down this random hole in the ground. Not sure where that went. Yeah, I'm assuming that's some kind of portal to Dimension X, but... We're going to hop down here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who knows where it'll take us? Yeah. Yeah, and then the cops cops start uh, showing up and everything um, for the crime scene, and then uh, uh, Leonardo and the rest of the Turtles, they, you know, they hit the bricks. They go to the sewers. Yes. Yep. So... 
What else happened? I was I'm, I'm kind of lost. I'm lost track. Here. So that uh, I'm assuming that Shredder did go back to Dimension X because he, he ends up talking to uh, Krang and his little communicator deal. Yeah. And he's having Poor to explain job. to Krang what happened, and uh, Krang's telling him there's no excuses. Uh, and he's basically getting yelled at by by Krang for failing, and uh, then he vows to destroy Splinter, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much how that. Oh. oh yeah, that's that's right. There, my favorite line from this comic book is in this this scene here. Uh, Krang, you know, he's like, "Until you prove yourself, you will get not one shred of help from me." <laughs> and uh, then uh, see what they did there. Yeah, then uh, Bebop's like, "Shred, shredder, that's a good one, Krang." And then uh, Rocksteady, he looks like real dumbfounded at the like. He looks so puzzled. <laughs> he looks like he breaks the fourth wall and just looks straight at the camera, and he's like, "I don't get it." <laughs> I can't do it either. I'm horrible at impressions. Uh, so, yeah, and it pretty much ends where April, she's doing her uh, report, um, pretty much saying that the Crooked Ninja Turtle gang, was, it was all a hoax. The turtles are heroes. And, of course, Byrne and Tiffany are looking at this news report, and Tiffany is not happy. And then she, she's like, you know what, Byrne? Maybe you are a turtle lover. He's like, uh, no, uh, Tiffany, I'm not. And then... Uh, <laughs> Is that supposed to be... I'm assuming it's Irma. Yeah, that's who I thought. I was like, it doesn't quite look like her. Yeah. But, but what does she bring him? Turtle soup. Yes. Apparently it's, uh, what, mock turtle soup? <laughs> the mock turtle soup? Yeah, I don't uh, know. What... I, I, I don't know if that's any different from regular kind or if that's part of the joke. Who knows? I've never had turtle soup. Have you? No, no I no. couldn't bring myself to eat it. I wouldn't feel right. No, no. I mean, especially yeah. I mean, what we do. Jeez. Did you yeah. believe Townsend Coleman ate turtle soup and enjoyed it? Yeah, that's crazy. That I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he really has to be part of the character, so I guess, you know. Right. Well, I'll, I'll excuse it. Th- that's true. That's true. Yeah. He's really getting into the character. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, the character's really getting into him. But anyways, so <laughs> uh, so the last thing you see here is, now this is kind of a weird ending here. I thought, I don't know, you know. I guess I get the joke. But basically, April, you know, I'm just going to read it here. She's like, so far, no one knows the identity of the mysterious green heroes who stopped this crime spree. But whoever you are, thanks. And then she winks. Uh, And, you know, the turtles, you know, she was winking at me, you know. No, she was. Right on, babe. Oh, you're totally warped, dude. She was winking at me. No, if you must know, she was winking at, oh. Yeah, that's right. She was winking at Splinter. Uh, but what doesn't make sense is, oh yeah, I love, I love Splinter. He's like, uh, it has been said that age has its privileges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Splinter, you play a, <laughs> oh gosh. You know, Hey, don't hate the play. I hate the game. Yeah. But, but she says at the very beginning, so, so far, no one knows the identity of those mysterious green heroes who stopped the crime spree, but whoever you are, thanks. And then she winks. And then well, she says his name. So we do know their identity yeah so you know and then and heck splinter's not he's not green but anyways i don't know so that's how it ends um so it ends on kind of a joke and you know that follows the cartoon um you know to a t so so hoser what'd you think of this lovely issue here it was good i liked it it was uh it was pretty funny yeah um it followed the cartoon great uh the artwork kind of just brought you right into the turtles universe everything seemed pretty consistent with what you would expect from uh, a turtle story, especially one that's following the cartoon. So, uh, yeah, I really liked it. 
Yeah, I, you know what? I, I have to agree with you. I mean, it's exactly like the first issue. I mean, it's got the humor. I thought I love the slapstick humor in this, um, you know, when they're beating up the crooked Ninja Turtle gang. I love the uh, the rock steady line. That's probably my favorite line in the entire book. I love corny humor, and this is all over that. So um, I think the art style, like you said, it fits the cartoon perfectly. And for those kids that, uh, you know, might not have had, um, you know, this – particular TV station or whatever, um, they missed out on a lot of these cartoons, so it was nice to have this alternative say, at their local store. Um, and heck, for a dollar, hey, not bad. Can't beat it. They can't beat it. Can't beat it. And heck, if you're at one dollar, I think you're going to be all right. So, um, yeah, I got to say, I thought it was pretty daggone good. So, Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, Hoser, what kind of pizza are we going to have to close out this Totally Tubular episode? Oh... Let's see, uh, it's summertime. What do you think? Uh, maybe some fruit? Fruit? Oh, we're all going Hawaiian, eh? Yeah, let's go Hawaiian. Okay, you don't want to do, uh, well, okay, okay, we can do Hawaiian, but, you know, on the side we have to do some uh, turtle soup. Mock turtle soup. Mock turtle soup? Okay, alright. That's yeah, artificial. Turtle, turtle meat. Alright, let's do this. Well, here's to hoping you enjoy your Hawaiian pizza and mock turtle soup. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga.